Good morning, Jackson, Mississippi, and all surrounding areas. You've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It starts now. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, Clay Edwards. I am live in the Mack Hike of Flowood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios out here at the lovely Cotton Exchange Plaza in Florida, Mississippi on 103.9 WYAB. And uh, that reality radio, that, that, uh, that little saying I have there, uh, it was very real for a fella in Jackson yesterday by the name of Josh Howard, who got to experience uh, JPD and 911's ineptitude firsthand as some Jacktown trash uh, tried to carjack him. And I've got him on the phone here being respectful of his time. We're going to jump straight in with him this morning. Hey, Josh, you there, brother? Yes, sir. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, man, I really appreciate you jumping up and jumping on with us. I know you're a busy guy and you had a hell of a day yesterday. Uh, Let's start at the beginning, man. Tell folks what happened to you. All right. uh, So started off, this all happened right at uh, 2.10, 2.15 yesterday afternoon. I'm uh, leaving Ridgeland, headed to Clinton, get off at uh, 49 North Exit right there. I headed toward Pocahontas, hop on Bowling Street. Take that around Northside Drive, get up there. I'm sitting at the light that's at Northside Drive. Um, sitting right there at the light at Northside Drive and Country Club Drive. Yeah. And next thing I know, a guy just starts screaming at me. Uh, I'm in the right lane. He's in the left lane. I look over. Guy sitting there, ski mask, gun pointed right in my face. What kind of car are they uh, in? They were in a blue color uh, Chevy Cruze. A cruise. What I, could tell. Well, usually, I never, I never got behind them, but that's that's what it looked like. Yeah, usually it's an that's Impala or a Malibu in Jackson, so I'm surprised they were in a cruise. Okay, no doubt, no doubt, they were they were definitely cruising. Uh, but so they, they, like I said, they were sitting next to me. Um, like I said, first instinct right off the gate when a gun's pointing in your face is to get out of there. So uh, I gassed on it, started heading up Northside Drive towards Clinton. Uh, we got anywhere from. Right at 100 to 110 miles an hour on the way up Northside Drive. Um, get up there toward Time Savers, Flag Chapel, all that. Well, the light is red by the time I get up there. Traffic's coming through across Flag Chapel. Northside traffic is stopped. Uh, I've done moved into the left lane, the fast lane. But when I get up there, the um, car that was following me the entire time starts pushing me over into the oncoming traffic lane. All right, hold, 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 so, that, hold that thought for one second. Everybody out there listening, I want you all to hear what this man is saying. He is, they are attempting to carjack him, and they are, and they're having a high-speed pursuit through the streets of Jackson, Mississippi. All right, continue. All right, so we, we, we get, up to the, get up to the intersection. Like I said, I, I'm being shoved over into oncoming traffic lane. Uh, so my only option is to continue into oncoming traffic, which is cars sitting at the intersection, try to go right, run into the car that's chasing me with a gun, or take a left down Flag Chapel. So obviously, first thing, I'm taking a left. I hit Flag Chapel. I go up I go up down through Flag Chapel. I don't know Flag Chapel well. Don't live in Jackson. Not from Jackson. Uh, but I immediately, once I, once I get um, on Northside Drive, I hit uh, one of the Queen Streets. I think it's Queen, whatever the first one on the right is. Um, but I, tu- I turned down there, uh, Queen Christ- Christiana, I turned down there and we zig and zag all through those neighborhoods for a solid, probably five, six minutes. And, uh, after we get through there, we ended up crossing back over to flag chapel. We end up on, uh, uh, on Maddox. I think it is. Yeah. H- had, had you called 911 at this point? No. Just, you, 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 your hands on wheel hauling butt. 
and, and the process of everything going on, my phone ended up in the floorboard of the passenger seat of my truck. So when I, when by the time we get to the dead end road, which I didn't know was a dead end road at the time, uh, which I believe is Maddox, I, I, I had to go back and look. I'm not familiar with it, but I get down there, and I, I slam on brakes and turn around, thinking, well, maybe I could turn around and get out before they get to me. So by the time I turn around, they're sitting there. They got the exit blocked off pretty much because there's cars parked on either side of the road. And so it's pretty much down to one lane, and they have that one lane blocked. They stop a solid 40, 50 yards from me, and the same guy who got out the first time, ski mask gun, gets out and points a gun directly out of the the doorway and points at me. They start screaming, get the hell out of the truck, get out of the truck, just keeps going on and on and on. So at this point, that's when I reach in the back seat where I, I did have a gun, but it was in the back seat. Um, so I reach in the back seat. I have like a console. I get it out of there. And then start reaching for my phone. Call 911. So I, after I get on the phone with 911, I stayed on the phone with them for nine minutes on Maddox with a gun, telling them the entire time, like, you need to get here. You need to do something. There's two guys. They got a gun. They've been chasing me for about 10 minutes now, pretty much is about what it's been, almost 10 minutes they chased me. And then, and then you were and on the phone with 911 for nine minutes, you said? Nine minutes. And all that's, all that's posted. I mean, it's, it's all on the thread for people to see. Everybody saying you didn't call or you faked the call, yada, yada, yada. That's a recorded line. I mean, it's, it's, it's available for anybody to see. So there's no reason for anybody to say that it's faked or anything like that. But I, I sat there for nine minutes. She told me, Oh, we got somebody coming. We got somebody coming. But she just kept telling me that over and over and over. And then probably about five or six minutes into the call, she tells me, "Hey, we need to uh, we need to switch to another call, but we can still hear you talking." So I kept giving her updates, kept giving her updates throughout this whole time. Nobody ever came. And finally, the car they slammed the door, got in the car, backed up, drove off. So I told her, "I said, hey, do I need to wait here? What do I need to do?" She said, "You need to get out of there." She said, "You don't need to wait for anybody." they could be coming back so i'm like okay do i need to drive somewhere to meet the police officer what what do i need to do and she said no she said if you're free to drive you can go you can go wherever you need to go she said we're not going to send an officer out there if they're gone so you just you're free to go wherever you need to go so they just get a free pass for having an old west style duel in the middle of the street after chasing you at 100 miles an hour like that screw it they got away nobody died no harm no foul yep i mean that and I told her multiple times, and like I said, I, I, I'm hoping I'm going to be able to get the recording from the dispatcher so you can actually, and I'll play it, post it for everybody to see. You can hear me multiple times. You need to send somebody. Like, this is going to happen where I'm going to have to shoot my way out of this. I'm going to have to run into them. That is my only option. There is no other option here. What do, what do you think, just your gut feeling, uh, without putting you on the spot too much, what do you think – prevented them from progressing on you i mean i get in some text here on my text line somebody said that, that maybe they had fake guns and that's why they they didn't shoot you know just throwing out uh speculation but neither here nor there you don't know that you know yeah yeah I, like i said i had no idea i don't know if they were anticipating that i would come back out of the dead end street and it would be easier just to wait there for me to come out because they knew i was trapped or if, like I said, if they had a fake gun, there's, I mean, there's no way for me to know that. I mean, yeah. but I you, all I know is, but from, jo- from the time it started, they pulled up with a ski mask on. So yeah. that was their purpose to begin with. Josh, I'm going to tell you what blows my mind. As, and, and look, I want to tell people, without giving away who you work for, you're a fireman, right? Correct. 
I mean, so you're you're not just some some dude just making up a story. I mean, you 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 have a legitimate career. You're a fireman. You're a public servant. You know, Correct. and uh, we a first responder. We appreciate that. Uh, so what blows my mind about what's going on in Jackson is how brazen these criminals have gotten, and how far they will go into trying to finish out what they started. You know, like typically, if back in back in my day, um. They would just stop it, you know. It would have gone sideways at the red light there. You would have got away, and that would have been the end of it. But now they're they're chasing you, blocking you in. It's that's mind boggling. Knowing that the police could have been called or anything, they do not care. They have no respect for what's left of a police department in Jackson. Correct. And 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 the number one thing on social media, everybody's saying is like, well, why didn't you just open fire and start shooting? Man, do you people don't realize? It, yes, I had a gun pointed at me, but you can't just open fire in the middle of a neighborhood during broad daylight at 2, 2.30 in the afternoon when kids are getting off the school bus. Because let's say they did have a fake gun or whatever, I said, and I end up shooting them or shooting a kid or whoever, then I'm on the news and then I'm the one going to jail and I'm the one that's being prosecuted and everything else. People Absolutely. People under, understand that. Oh, yeah, look, and, 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 and that's and, what kills me. Hey, look, and I don't know your politics, don't care, but in a city like Jackson, Mississippi, or Hines County with Jody Owens, the DA, who's uh, funded by George Soros and what they did to uh, Detective Anthony Fox, and they got him locked up for doing his job, they would have, the, the, the good guys go to jail here. The bad guys, no bad guys get to run free. No doubt. And I, I had a, there, I mean, there's a Hines County Sheriff deputy by the name of Kenny Bryant that used to work for the Jackson Police Department that got on social media and called me a liar because he said he did not hear the 911 call come over the radio. So, man, just because you didn't hear a call, I mean, it happened. Like, I mean, it's recorded. Anybody is able to go down there and listen to that. I have the screenshots where I called 911. So what do you, how are you telling people on social media that I did not call 911? It's, there's proof. It's right there. This is a police officer. This guy who used to work for Jackson Police Department that now works for Hines County Sheriff's Department that's trying to say, oh, he's lying about the entire thing. He never called because I didn't hear it come over the radio. Yeah, hey, look, I'm going to tell you what, there's not another radio show in this town that is more supportive of law enforcement than this one, and none of this smells like BS to me. I mean, this is what I do every day is 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 weed through this Jackson crime stuff. None of this this is out of line. I told you before we came on the air, my mom got behind a drunk driver a year or two ago in Jackson. It's been since I've been doing the radio show, so within the last two years. One morning, about 8 o'clock, was behind a drunk driver. She calls 911. Or it was an erratic driver. The assumption is drunk. I mean, swerving all back and forth in and out of the lanes and stuff. And nine one one was more concerned about what my mama was driving and who she was than they than they were about even getting the description of the drunk driver. So it's right. No it's, it's right in line for what's going on and in I, Jackson. And like I told people, everybody on social media, I've commented on as many posts as I can. If you have questions, reach out, and I will explain them of why I did this, why I did that. I've, I've told everybody. It's, it's public for everybody to see. People are saying, oh, I'm going to delete the post. I'm going to do this. When I'm telling people, reach out to me. Not a single person has reached out and said, hey, this is, this part wasn't lining up. Do you mind explaining it? Nobody's done that. But yet they'll get on social media and they'll share it. and They'll say, oh, this dude is doing this for clout. He's doing this. His profile is fake because we can't see nothing. My profile is where you can't see nothing. That way you don't have to see, see pictures of my family. No doubt. You don't see pictures of all that. I mean, that, that's, that's simply for a privacy concern. I mean, I got pictures dating back from my homecoming days in high school on there. So you can't just say this is a fake profile. I mean, but but that's what that's the narrative they're going to push because it helps 
push their little their little crap about oh it's fake and yada yada yada. So they'll do whatever they can to Jack- discredit it. Jackson just finished up 2022 as back-to-back deadliest uh, back-to-back years as deadliest city in America per capita. I don't know why anybody thinks this could be fake. That, that's, that's what kills me. I yeah. mean, that, and that, that just absolutely kills me. If anything, if anything, if I was to question any part of this, it would just be the fact that there wasn't any bloodshed makes me question it. And I'm, yep. being, I'm yep. being a little facetious, but, but – yeah, none of this seems out of line for Jackson. Josh, hey, brother, we're praying for you. Thank you for, for stepping up and telling your story and, and not cowering down to the pro-Jackson idiots that um that want to call you a liar and all that. You're already up to 2.8 thousand shares. I know I got tagged in it no less than 100 times yesterday. I reached out to you last night. You called me this morning. I really appreciate you. And uh, if I can do anything for you, brother, let me know. Hey, quick, one question in closing. Uh, what kind of truck were you in? I was in a 2014 F-150. F-150. All right. I knew it had to be something nice. I was just curious yep. kind of what they were what they were aiming for yes, out there. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, don't don't be a statistic. That's what I keep telling everybody. I mean, you, you got to stay busy on or you you will end up being that statistic. Man, you got you got to be an offensive and defensive driver in Jackson, Mississippi and keep your head on a swivel. No doubt. All right, brother. Have a blessed one. Let me know if I can do anything. Yes, sir. You have a good one. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. All right, that was Joshua Howard. Uh, you can find that Facebook post if you. Uh, we had a little kind of a little wonky connection, like he was outside. Uh, we had Joshua Howard. He was almost the victim of a carjacking and became a almost became a Jackson statistic yesterday. But because he took Kim Wade's advice, stayed strapped down in Jacktown, he was able to get out alive. Let that be a lesson, y'all. Say Clay. Why do you call it Save Jackson? What are you saving Jackson from? Is that racist? What are you saving Jackson from? Save Jackson is a warning label, like the ones on the hair dryers that say, don't use this in a bathtub. Save Jackson is to protect you from Jackson. It's to save you from Jackson. That's what Save Jackson is. That's why we're going to talk to folks like this. Very disappointed in 911. Very, very disappointed. Uh, I'll just tell you this, the criminals, the bad guys, the ones with the ski mask, them Chakwe Antarla Mumba supporters, they better be glad it wasn't in the uh, Capitol Police's jurisdiction. It would have ended a whole lot differently, whole lot differently. All right, we're going to take a break. When we're going to come back, y'all indulged me yesterday and let me talk about relationships and divorce and dating and all that. Today... Today, Wednesday morning, it's all Jackson, all show. Y'all done paralyzed a two-year-old child for the rest of her his life. Or I don't even know if it's a boy or girl. You done paralyzed a two-year-old child because you shot him in the streets. I think we've had five or six under-18-year-old children shot this year already. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We're going to talk about it. Oh, we're going to talk about it when we come back. We'll be right back. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the Mack Hike Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Flowood Studios. You can shop them online at MacHikeCDJRF.com or just go by and see Corey McDonald, Abe Morris, Parker, and Hunter and the whole team over there at Mack Hike of Flowood right there on Lakeland Drive at Airport Road and get you a new Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram or quality pre-owned vehicle. Also, they're the home of the 399 car payment. So go check them out. 
All right, this is the Clay Edwards Show. I am Clay Edwards. I want to thank um, our fellow there for coming on this morning, Joshua, telling his story. I've gotten some text here on the Guns and Gear text line, then I'm going to get to this other story. Hey, real quick, if you live in Jackson, especially in the Capitol Police District there, throw 911 away. I'm going to give you a phone number. This is a direct-to-dispatch phone number for the Capitol Police. And just, just, just you, you can save the number and call it 911 if you want to, or call it Capitol Police, or however you want to put it in your phone. I'm going to give it to you right now. This way you can circumvent Jackson. I assume it's 601. They just sent me the, the number. So let's just say 601-359-3125. 601-359-3125. That's the main number for the Capitol Police. Even in an emergency, that way it goes straight to their dispatch, avoiding JPD. One more time. 601-359-3125. I would say if you're listening to this later on the podcast, you could uh, text me if you need it, but obviously you could just hit rewind and hear the number the three times I just said it. 601-359-3125. Lock that in. That's Capitol Police. You never know when uh, you may need it to save your life. Real talk. Hashtag. All right. uh, Guns and gear text line here. Uh, Speaking of guns and gear, after hearing that story, you may want to get your butts out to guns and gear and get you a little bit more guns and a little bit more gear. Because if you're going through Jacktown, my friends, my friends, whoo, we. All right, man, look, real quick, I got a text here. Uh, this is on my Facebook page, but we, we still call it the Guns and Gear text line because it's a text. Uh, I, I won't say his name, uh, but it says, I'll say this, uh, JPD dispatch is one of the problems in Jackson. My wife is a dispatcher for Rankin. She took a 911 call one night, a lady called and said, I'm a manager of a store in Jackson, and I have on camera two guys have broke into her store. She tells her, hold on, let me get you over to JPD. She stays on the line and listens. JPD answers the phone. What you want? She tells them, I'm leaving Rankin County. There's two guys in my store in Jackson. Have them on camera. Okay, well, are you there? No, we'll be back about 15 minutes. Okay, well, Call us back when you get there. We'll send someone over, but can't until you get there. Like, really, I also work part-time as a deputy for Rankin. If we were to tell somebody in Rankin, Bailey would explode. So let me break that down a little bit. A woman that lives in Rankin County, I guess owns a business in Jackson, she was looking on her security cameras, saw two people breaking in her store in Jackson. JPD would not send somebody out there till she got there. Like, no, ma'am, 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 you go put yourself in danger first. Then we'll send back up. What the hell is going on around here? What is going on? I want to teleport back through Jackson to Rankin County today. I just don't. I don't even want it. Scotty, beam me back to Rankin County. You know, I was coming across the, the Pearl River Bridge this morning, going west and through Jackson. I'm telling you, it gets, it's the most dangerous stretch of interstate in this state, possibly America, per capita. Um, a car is broke down in the left lane and does not have the, I guess he tried to cruise as far as he could, or coast as far as he could, 
but he made it right to the bridge, the second bridge, right there that goes over um goes over Gallatin, and can't. So he missed his opportunity to get all the way over on the shoulder, and half of his car is in the left lane at six oh five, six oh seven, six fifteen, something like that. I almost clipped it. I just happened to see the caution lights a little farther up and managed to get over. But that's just one of the many obstacles is the moral to this story. I know we get on here a lot and we rail about Jackson and the nonsense. And that ain't got nothing to do with Jackson. I get that. It could have ran out of gas. Could have anything. But it sure seems to happen in Jackson a whole lot more. The guy was actually smart enough once he realized that half his car is out in the middle of the thing, and nobody can, you can't see that it, the way the curve is, you can't see that it's in the road until you almost hit it. I will bet you dollars to donuts somebody has hit that thing this morning. If you're stuck in bumper to bumper coming west at the stack on 20, let me know, because that's what happened. Anyway, he gets out and gets over on the other side of the barricade, uh, the little b- blocker barricade thingamajig. Anyway. You just never know. Uh, let's take a call from Derek real quick. Then I'm going to talk about this two-year-old child getting paralyzed. I made a TikTok and an Instagram video about it. I made one video, shared it to both places, a reel. It's on my Save Jackson YouTube also. I, honest to God, my, my initial reaction last night was, well, if I get if I'm a two-year-old and I have enough wherewithal to make a decision, do I want to be paralyzed my entire life? Or do I just want to not have a life at all? i probably just going to say, bring in Dr. Kevorkian. Let's take a call here. Derek, you're on there, brother. Hey, brother. Um, to go to your point about the camera thing, and they built that little fusion um, data center camera um, system for what reason now? Man, I, you know, you know, I got a buddy of mine that works over there in it. And, uh, I mean, he's great at his job, but I, I really would like to understand what exactly we're doing with this thing? And because, I, I would love to see what crimes is prevented, what what criminals have been arrested because of this system. Because the way I understood that system is supposed to be able to monitor businesses and interface, and, and if the businesses want to interface with their camera system. So I'm like, and y'all built that for what reason now? But anyway, I digress. With the you know, I, I'm I, all this stuff going on. Poor innocent children getting hurt. Jacksonians, what is it going to take? What is it going to take for y'all to get out in the streets and, you know, raise hell? Because the criminals are already doing it, right? With I mean, if, if a cop killed a killed a good God-fearing uh, Chakwe Antar Lumumba supporter, they'd be out in the streets burning it down. Clay, I, I want to bring something to your attention, Rubik. I don't want to take up a lot of your time. Do you remember that time that um, this uh, husband, wife, and their son got killed by this guy and a friend of his, the guy, they, they, he was letting them live with him, and his friend came and and helped them rob them, and they dumped their bodies over in, um, I think, uh, over in Kapaya. It, it doesn't ring a bell, but, man, it happens Well, when so the state much. got involved and they found that boy, they went up in the house and, and, and roughed everybody in the house and arrested him. And the, and the tagline read, uh, suspect was taken into custody and then taken to UMC for, obs- um, for observation. You know what that means, right, in police speak, right? No. That meant they beat the snot out of him. And that's what needs to start back happening. Like the time that U.S. Marshal slapped the snot out there, boy, it may not look good, but some of these criminals need to be jacked up. Yep. Absolutely. 
Clean yeah, them clocks. It, we, that's right. We call that a prayer. We call that prayer service. That's a come to Jesus meet. Man, you, I, you know what I mean. I talk about it a lot of times. The last time I got arrested back it was oh seven oh eight something like that. Uh, Hines County, Hines County whooped my butt from up and down State Street there in front of the old Voodoo Lounge. I mean, I had it coming. I, my mouth got my butt whooped. I, I earned every lick of that one. Well, well, Clay, I, I tell a lot. I tell a lot. You, I ain't been um, in trouble since. I tell a lot of these new police officers coming out of coming out of training and things like that. So y'all got to look it. You got to understand. I'm third generation law enforcement. Even when I got in trouble being a cop, my uncle threatened to whoop my butt right outside the police station. That's what they did to bad officers back then. And, you know, they didn't wait for no, no review. They just took you out back and beat you themselves. And I almost was on the business end of that. So that's what we need to get back to. Corporal punishment. Take care, friend. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you, Derek, for calling in there. Um, <clears throat> guys. I'm never going to quit beating this drum. Never going to quit beating this drum. I don't care if this show somehow down the road becomes nationally syndicated. They're going to hear about Jackson, Mississippi's nonsense. We ain't got to talk about Chicago. We ain't got to talk about Detroit, Crack Rock City. We ain't got to talk about New Orleans. Speaking of New Orleans, speaking of New Orleans, I, there's this Instagram page I follow. Uh, they, they're kind of like the New Orleans version of Save Jackson. It's called Nola Zine. Uh, a little more hip-hop-ish. Anyway, it's a good follow. Nola Zine. Like magazine, Nola Zine. On Instagram there. It's, it's, a, it's a good follow if you like keeping up with their version of this kind of nonsense. They said they did a video about why New Orleans was the murder capital of America. I, had to, I slid up in their comments. I was like, contrary to Jackson, Jackson, Mississippi is the number one back-to-back years. We ain't, we will not go quietly in the night. We're never going to let that go. Never. Do you understand? I've got a guest coming in here Monday. Now I don't pre I don't pre announce my guest anymore, unless it's a you know one of my weekly guys like Anson Walker. I don't pre announce my guest, but I'm just going to tell you I got a guest coming in here Monday morning, whose son was murdered in Jackson. You know I don't know if she agrees with what we do, disagrees with what we do, any of that. And I and I, and I hope that um, she takes it the right way, you know because. We beat this drum and we talk about these murder numbers because I never want to normalize this industrial strength or industrial rate of homicides in this town. We're never going to normalize it. We're not going to say, oh, just another, we just cracked a hole. We only cracked a hundred this year. Not happening. Not happening. We'll be right back. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios. And uh, real quick, this segment is going to be brought to you by Ellis Autoplex, Rankin County's hometown dealership. We're like our little own truck city over there at Ellis Autoplex. If you're looking for a good quality, you know, used truck, seven to ten years old, five to ten years old, somewhere in that range. May have a little bit higher mileage, 100000 or so, and you want to save some money, 
Come see us. A lot of these big dealerships have to, you know, they send 100,000 mile trucks, trucks more than uh, a little older than five years. They send those to the auction. That mean anything's wrong with them. Just sometimes the banks they break bread with don't like financing vehicles over five years old or more than 100,000 miles. We've got some credit unions that aren't afraid of them. We recon these things to the tens. I mean, that means we take care and we do them right. I ain't saying problems don't happen, but they rarely happen. We rarely get somebody coming back with an issue at Ellis Autoplex. We also offer extended warranties, all that stuff. It ain't something we're trying to force on you. It's just there. It's just it's just an option. But anyway, come see us. And hey, and like I said, we buy cars too. We buy. I want to say thank you real quick. It was Law Enforcement Appreciation Day the other day. And uh, we we try to be law enforcement appreciation day every day on this show, so we didn't make a big deal a big deal about it, mainly because I didn't realize it till after the show. But uh, shout out to the law enforcement guys; they have come and supported me so much over there at Ellis. Uh, Flowood PD sold three of those guys' cars in the last thirty days, and uh, couldn't uh, couldn't do what I do without y'all support, and that's why I support y'all. Y'all support me; that's a win win. That is a win-win. But anyway, with all that said, LSAutoplex.com. Shop us online or come by and see me. And if you want to sell your car, better yet, you know how some dealerships, they'll pay you a referral fee if you send them somebody that buys a car? I'm going to flip that around, and I'm upping it. I'm going to pay you $150 if you send somebody to me that sells me their car. If, if, If we agreed to buy their vehicle, we're able to come to an agreement is something that works for us. I'm going to give you 150 bucks for the referral. That's the easiest $150 you ever make. Cash money. So come see me, Ellis Autoplex. I get there every day about 11, and I'm there till 6. We're open 9 to 3 on Saturdays. All right, let's jump back in to this two-year-old being shot in Jackson. This is a story on WLBT. I just don't, I don't want to let this just slide under the radar. This is too Important. They are afraid for their lives after a shooting in Jackson over the weekend. The victims are 15 and only two years old. The little boy may never walk again. It happened while they traveled on University Boulevard Sunday night. Three in your sides, Holly Emery speaks with the mother and great aunt about the shooting and the condition of the two children. She joins us now to tell us how one of those young lives is forever changed. The mother and great aunt told me today that the 15-year-old is currently recovering from his injuries. However, the two-year-old wasn't so lucky. Tonight, he's in critical condition at UMMC and still has more recovery ahead. He ain't even begin to live his life. He's two. <laughs> he just started walking a year ago to know that he's, he'll never walk again. After showing respect for one Jackson homicide victim Sunday night, one Jackson family says they almost became homicide victims themselves. We was coming from a balloon release. Not knowing that when we were coming from that balloon release, we didn't know anyone was following us or not. Once we got off of the University Boulevard, like going towards the roundabout, that's when they let off the shots. Two-year-old Kingston McLean and his 15-year-old sibling had been shot through the trunk of the car. McLean's mother says when she realized her children were shot, she went into shock. He was just holding his leg like, ah, so I got hit. Baby, he was crying, leaking blood everywhere. Like, pressed my hand on the part that where the bullet head went through because it was leaking out bad. 
And, you know, I had to, you know, hold him like this, you know, so that the stuff like the blood won't come out. And I had to rush him in the hospital. While the 15-year-old is currently recovering from their injury, McLean was hit on the side, injuring his spine, kidney, and stomach. The shootings will paralyze him for the rest of his life. The children's mother says she doesn't think her family was simply caught in crossfire. I'll be real, it was on purpose. It hurt me to my soul. Like, me and my baby never been involved in no type of danger. Like, nobody ever tried to shoot or threaten to kill me or anything or... You know, nobody ever came at me like that. Since the shooting, the great aunt says Capitol Police hasn't reached out to them with more information and just hopes whoever's responsible will be brought to justice. My niece, uh, she wants to leave because she she's not a target. Her baby's not a target. She's never been in trouble. She's never been in danger. And to just be riding down the street, leaving a balloon release to pay your respects, and all of a sudden your baby's life is now ruined because of it. The mother and great aunt asked us not to air their 15-year-old child's name at this time for their privacy and safety. They ask anyone with information about the shooting to contact Capitol Police or the family. Well, let me say this. Let me say this. So they assumed they were targeted. They said they did not think it's a random act. And obviously, it wasn't a random act. So if, if you assume you were targeted, you probably know why. You know what I mean? Like, if I get shot in Jackson, I know why. I know why I got shot in Jackson. Especially if it didn't just happen randomly at a gas station, which y'all know that ain't going to happen. They may get me at a red light. They ain't getting me at a gas station. If I get shot in Jackson, I don't know because I, I run my mouth. And I talk a lot of crap. And I expose things they don't want exposed. So I don't know why I got shot. So if they think they were targeted, they know why. We ain't got nobody got to call Crime Stoppers. They they already know they can call Crime Stoppers, but they we live in this no snitch culture in Jackson. I mean, it's like the mob. It's just like we're gonna handle our own business. <laughs> then again, if you look at what you look at nine one one, what's going on there? I mean, I guess it really wouldn't do no good to call them. Good Lord, man. What a dumpster fire. What a dumpster fire. Uh, prayers for that child. So I, I was perusing through the WLBT headlines as I, as I was looking for a little bit of news on that story. And this is just the headlines this morning. Or over the last couple of days, should I say. Uh, it hurts my soul. Two-year-old left paralyzed after being shot on University Boulevard in Jackson. Sixteen-year-old um, girl killed in South Jackson. They read her balloon thing. Um, another couple teenagers got shot the other day. Then you had three people in a Crown Vic get shot up, and I'm sure they were up to no good. But yet, a Crown Vic tells me all I need to know. They got shot up right there in downtown Jackson at Prentice and Ferris Street. It's a overwhelming amount of under 18 folks getting shot in the city. And we had a two-year-old and a 15-year-old in this one with the, where the kid got paralyzed. We talked about it on a Monday show when we did the show about Jackson having the crown as deadliest city in America again. The average age of, of homicide victims in Jackson has come down from 33 years old to 29 years old. And it's because of these young young kids getting murdered, and it's bringing that average down. Let's take a call here on the Clay Edwards Show hotline. Hey, you're on there. 
Hey, you're talking about uh, back whenever we had an older generation. Hey, that, start over there. You kind of cut out for a second. Well, you said that nobody wants to snitch in back. You know, that used to happen whenever we had an older generation that would actually take care of the problem, and we didn't actually need the cops. Now we just got don't snitch, and then some little 18-year-old punks will run out there hot-headed and, and handle it. That don't work. But the other thing I wanted to mention is Monday, I was at McDowell Road, the brand-new um, advanced auto, sitting there with parts. There was a drive-by shooting, probably at least 25, 30 shots never made the news like they're not even getting reported anymore no well because they don't they ain't calling the cops nobody calls the cops. The guy and, and the obviously it doesn't matter when they do like we both ducked behind the car where was and that at that was at uh mcdowell road and terry road at the advanced auto yeah you got a death wish huh well i mean i gotta work <laughs> that's where i had to go i got it brother well stay safe out there man all right, I'll be good. But they're not even reporting this stuff anymore. Like, not even reporting it. Wow, brother. Wow. Stay safe. All right, buddy. All right. Well, you know, like our interviewer from earlier, the guy we interviewed earlier, you know, he was on the phone with him for JPD for nine minutes on nine with nine one one while he's having a a duel with with a couple of guys wearing ski masks pointing guns at him. You know, hell, you wouldn't know if somebody did report it because they, they they're not. They're, they're dropping the ball somewhere in, in dispatch and getting people out there. Man, it, it is the wild, wild west. I know y'all are tired of hearing me talk about it, but I, I can't. You can't normalize this stuff. Folks that live in Rankin and Madison, I'm telling you, the wolves are at the door. The wolves are at the door. Right there, that river, that ain't a wall, my friends. It ain't there ain't a there ain't a it ain't a a checkpoint it ain't a border checkpoint. They can just drive right over. They know they know where the money's at. You really people who complain about Rankin County law enforcement? Oh, they they stereotype. Oh, uh, they profile. Oh, 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 they're rude. Man, if you had an idea, if you had any clue, just how bad it is. You would never say that stuff. They are keeping your butt safe. Show them some respect. Put some respect on their names. We'll be right back. Put some respect on mine, too. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're going to take a call here real quick before we get off the air. Hey, Jason, tell us what you were saying. So I picked up on Queen Christina with my ride, first ride of the day, and that young lady that I picked up said that she saw those two vehicles pass by at a absurd amount of speed. And whenever I told her about the phone call to the 911 dispatcher, she said, oh, I've experienced that firsthand. She said that I had to call for a neighbor, and they put her on hold. It's crazy, brother. Hey, stay safe out there. Stay off Queen Christiana. Wild Wild West. Have a great day, Clay. You too. Stay safe. All right, man. That's one of our ride share listeners out there working, trying to earn a dollar in Jacktown. Hope you stay safe out there. Hope all of them stay safe out there. Miss Sylvia, everybody. 
All right, man, this has been the Clay Edwards Show. Coming up next, Jim Thorne. Uh, if you missed any of this, the podcast will be available here in about 15 minutes. Just go search Clay Edwards Show wherever you listen to podcasts or stream music. I'm on all the platforms. Uh, you can always just go to clayedwardsshow.com. I will see you tomorrow. I have Anson Walker in the studio for our weekly Walker Lifestyle segment. Stay safe, stay blessed, and stay strapped. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.